Hello and welcome back to the JNM podcast. This is Miro. And this is Jeanette. And we are doing the second part of our Survivor Season 41 review. If you are coming back from listening to part one, welcome back. If you are uh, brand new, go listen to part one. Uh, check out our other episodes because uh, we have some other stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we hope you enjoy. We're going to be talking about the remaining episodes. We're going to start at episode eight. We will talk about what happens in each episode and then we'll go over our thoughts on the season and see what we think about it. Yeah. Prior to when we're about to talk about it, episode seven was kind of the merge. And in the end, Sydney is voted out, causing her to be upset and flip everyone off yeah. as she walks away. Now we're into episode eight. So with the 11 castaways left, they fully merge as Vi- Vicana? Viacana? Yeah. Viacana? Viacana? Uh, which comes from the Fijian phrase for hungry, which was suggested by contestant Erika Kesupana. Feeling that their alliance is gone, the former Yase castaways plead their case separately to their new tribe mates. Deshaun remains unwillingly to work with them as they voted for him the night before. Yeah, remember how many just think he was making about that? He was like, no, I can't work with you guys anymore because you voted for me. And it's like, everyone's like, yes, we know, but we need you. Well, wasn't this like the part where Shan, Shan was like going around and then I think she was talking to him? Because like, I guess they wanted to change the voting tactic again yeah and he was like no No. i'm not doing this and then i guess like because he said that because he said that shame was like oh why does he think he can tell me what to do (laughs) and then clearly missing the point of her also not being able to tell him what to do and it was like well that's just what the way you guys are you know like that's just that's how it is exactly i mean it's kind of it is very hypocritical for both you know for her to say that during the reward challenge the tribe is divided into two teams of five by a random draw so they kind of do that rock pull where they pull a rock yeah and then they reveal it and then depending on the color it would depend on what team you're on Mm -hmm. with one castaway ineligible for the reward Mm -hmm. because i think it was like off by one person yeah, yeah so that one person would be have sitting to, out yeah. yeah uh so each team member swims out to a ramp then dive to release two bayou puzzle pieces then they pull the pieces to a platform where they use the puzzle pieces to build a pyramid and the first team to finish the pyramid win grilled cheese sandwiches and chips so it's better than pizza. Yeah. Uh, and hint, before the castaways arrive, Jeff showed the audience of him placing this advantage under the bench that yeah. the one person that was left out would have to sit on. Exactly. So they have a bench and Jeff is like, here, I'm hiding a clue to the human immunity idol right underneath it. Uh, Malcolm? Wait, was it no, Malcolm? No, it was Xander. Xander, yeah. I, I keep calling him Malcolm because he looks like Malcolm from another season. Uh, but yeah, Xander's there. Uh, he's the one that gets basically sat out. And then 
they keep making it look like he's looking exactly at where the clue is, you know, in the editing. So yeah. he keeps looking down and the, under the bench. He keeps looking, keeps looking, but then he ends up not finding it. Yeah. And this is where everyone on like Reddit was like, "Oh man, if Xander finds it, that means that like you know the production is." trying to push him to win like they're trying to get him to win yeah because you told me that it could have been like a pa or even like a a producer that is assigned to him yeah is like oh hey like there is going to be a yeah. situation where one person will be left out like However, look around for stuff do this yeah. So, yeah so what happened was that erica was the one that drew the odd rock but Xander offers to sit out for mm-hmm. in her place. And so it might have been like a producer that says, hey, there's going to be something that's going to be very vital. So maybe step out of this Yeah, either step out of it. Like, yeah. Or like, if you can sit out, sit out. Yeah. There's going to be like some sort of clue or something. Because he was definitely looking for it. Like, he was yeah. looking for it. But he didn't see it, or he thought maybe he made it too obvious or something, I don't know. But he definitely was looking for it, if you go back and watch. Yeah. The blue team, mm-hmm. uh, Danny, Deshaun, Erica, Evie, and Ricard mm-hmm. win the challenge. And funny enough, when the blue team return to the camp, Ricard decides to eat a piece of pa- papaya that Nasir collected for the losing tribe mates. Yeah, that was the whole thing too, huh? Yeah, so what happened was that with the other side that lost, they went back to camp and then Nasir was like, oh, let me find, you know, fruit or something for us to eat. Yeah, Nasir was like, fine, I'll feed you guys. So he hopped <laughs> up a tree, got a fruit platter and came back down. Yeah, I guess Shan was part of the losing team and then when Ricard came... And saw, like, there was a papaya slice. Shan was upset that he was, that he would do that on top of getting grilled cheese. Yeah, it's like, oh, you get the grilled cheese and you also eat the papaya that we had? Like, yeah, how dare you? (laughs) To be fair, it was, it is, like, historically kind of like a dick move. That if you do go on a challenge, when you come back, you, like, usually you offer to go get water you know, like, you're like, hey, I'll just go grab water for everyone. Or, like, do you guys want me to go get anything or whatever? Yeah. Because uh, they're already, like, pretty angry and everything, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so, and it's kind of like a he said, she said type of thing because Shan was aggravated by Ricard's um, actions. Mm-hmm. But Ricard argues in an interview that the papaya was just sitting there and yeah. felt no one wanted it, like that they ate, you know, enough. So he was like, oh, okay, like it's up for grabs, yeah. which I would get. But I, I would understand it's kind of like that whole like silent rule y- y- where yeah. it's like it's kind of like more about out of respect, kind of like baseball. There's like a lot of like secret rules Mm -hmm. if like the team that you're playing against is already losing like it's like 10 runs away from you know catching up type of thing that you shouldn't do a home run Mm -hmm. or like hit you should just like 
take it easy or like yeah not not basically overdo it type of thing Yeah, yeah it's like sportsmanship right like because survivor is at the end of the day a game and it's bad sportsmanship to go get your reward and then come back and eat whatever food these uh, like the losing team had because you know they they still want to eat too so um for the immunity challenge castaways uh had to stand on a beam uh with a block over their head uh if the block fell or if they stepped off they were out the last one standing uh won the immunity it was a pretty fair and uh, pretty simple immunity challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they begin the competition, Jeff offers the castaways to sit out for a single serving of rice or enough rice to last three days if seven people stepped out of the challenge. So let me let me say that again because it's really, really specific. So it's a single serving of rice, which they weren't given any rice this season. So that's why it's so like coveted or enough rice to last three days for everyone if seven people stepped out of the challenge they renegotiate uh, down to five with jeff making shan and nasir agree to give up their shot at immunity but nobody else budges uh, xander offers to step down if four castaways took the offer and ricard did the same giving the tribe the rice so ends up being shan who is chantel and nasir xander and ricard who step out uh and as a result of that you know they get the rice for three days Mm -hmm. during the immunity challenge evie outlasts heather for the immunity causing everyone's plans to vote evie out fall apart yeah uh at camp the majority agree to split the votes between xander and tiffany nasir's name is thrown out as a decoy vote but when he finds out he tries to change the majority vote to heather Deshaun worries that Nasir is a bigger threat than Xander, but Shan shuts him down quickly, uh, offending Deshaun. Uh, this is, I remember when this happened, we were like, oh, because Deshaun snubbed her earlier, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, because he was like, no, I'm not voting the way you want. Now she's like, just like, no, I'm not, vo- I don't want to vote the way you are. Um, so when Heather finds out that her name is coming up, she confronts Shan and realizes that Shan is becoming the boss of who should be eliminated. At Tribal Council, Heather initiates a live tribal just before voting was about to commence, seemingly turning her tribesmates against her. This was the point Jeanette started getting annoyed with the secret uh, meetings within the Tribal Council. Yeah, I think this is like the part where when that happened, I'm like, oh my god, we can't, like this is like annoying. Like in the beginning, it was pretty great. Like, you know, remember in the very first episode, it was like amazing. It was like, oh my god, what's happening? Yeah. And, but then like, because this is like, what, the 15th time Time, that they, (laughs) that they were, and I think it was also because like, they were already like, they already talked, they always, already did that and then just as jeff was about to be like okay like let's get to voting heather was like wait a minute wait a minute yeah, I, yeah. can we do like a little like you know yeah quick quick just sorry. a quick yeah just a quick yeah meeting and then he's like sure like it, it kind of felt like that he probably gave them enough time to interrupt before he was like mm. okay like let's go to vo- voting yeah so I think even he was like a little bit like annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> that he's like, oh my god, like this is this is just <laughs> this is too much. Too much, yeah. 
Jan tries to work with Deshaun, but he becomes frustrated after his idea is shut down. I guess, like, he had this idea to vote someone else out, but then Shan was like, no, no we're not going to do that. Pretty much. And not just by Shan. Like, everyone was basically like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. And he was, like, kind of pissed. Though Xander, Nasir, and Heather receive votes, the majority decides to play it safe and eliminate Tiffany, being the first jury member of the tribe. And I remember that even when she got voted out, Tiffany was pissed because I guess when the later people, Mm -hmm. you know, were voted out later on, and then they would come back, it's like, well, yeah, like, I didn't feel like playing that she was like wait a minute like i yeah, wanted, I to, wanted play. to play yeah <laughs> when uh who was it that went back and was like oh i'm glad i'm out of there i think it was nasir i remember really no nasir liked it didn't he no but he did note that like he like i think he was getting tired and he wanted to i feel like heather maybe no because heather she was eliminated like way way later, later. Yeah, yeah yeah true Basically, that concludes that episode. Uh, And the next episode, Nasir and Heather argue over Heather's attempts to sway the vote onto Nasir at the previous tribal council. Shan sets her sights on Erica as an under-the-radar strategist, while Deshaun feels that Shan is bossing him and the other people around. During the immunity and reward challenge, Castaways drew rocks for two groups of five, with both groups going to attend tribal council to vote off one person from their group. Evie, Danny, Deshaun, Liana, and Xander were the blue group, while Erica, Heather, Nasir, Ricard, and Shan were in the yellow group. The castaways stood on a narrow perch with their hands on the bar behind them. That was uh, basically like the post behind them. They were holding it above their heads. Yeah, it's almost like they were kind of almost sorry to offend but it's almost like the you know the uh jesus Jesus on the cross type of thing yeah Yeah. but instead of like having the arms spread out it's like you're hanging on to the bars behind them so it's behind their head so they're kind of like in a weird awkward position where Mm -hmm. their arms are really like Like close together and cramped and yeah. it's like their their arms are like behind almost like behind their shoulders and mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah so uh and of course the last one standing from each group wins immunity but the last one left standing overall uh wins a stew reward and the right for the group to visit tribal council second erica wins immunity but drops out soon afterwards and xander outlasts Deshaun for immunity the yellow group is exiled to Ua's camp where Nasir tells Heather she will be the one to go next. This prompts Erica to approach Ricard and Chan about blindsiding Nasir and flushing his idol while he felt comfortable. Ricard is willing to join Erica uh, rather than Chan. Uh, at the yellow tribe, uh, when they go to their tribal council, Heather acts as though she would be voted out, feeling... Uh, that he's safe, Nasir doesn't play his idol. And I will say, the acting from Heather was top-notch. Like, (laughs) she was basically like, oh my god, I can't believe it, my journey is coming to an end. 
it is over for me. These guys got me. Nasir is so much better than me. And he's just sitting there like, yeah, I got you. And then <laughs> it's so obviously fake that like she might as well basically be like going wink, wink, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, has that happened before where, you know, for people who actually know that they're going to get voted out to just out loud, like, talk about it? Yeah. Like, is that common? No, it's not. Like, it's really, really, like, even if someone knows they're leaving, they're just like, hey, people are going to vote for me. I expect some votes, but you, until you snuff out my torch, I'm still in this, you know? But she was, like, overreacting it, you know? Yeah, like, I think, like, that could have been... That should have been, like, a really good sign to Nasir to maybe not... Yeah. But the thing is, like, Nasir didn't read that social cue, right? Like, no. Nasir didn't pick that up. He he thought, oh, great, like, she's being genuine and uh, she's actually, like, sad she's about to leave. Uh, so he didn't play his idol. Um, and... But for some reason, just because she can and she's, you know, ass backwards, Shan uses her extra vote to cast one against Heather and Nasir, resulting in a 3-3 tie. That leads to a revote in which Nasir and Heather are unable to vote. After the revote, Nasir is voted to be the second juror, so he gets voted out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, Shan used her own, like, Things. The extra vote. Yeah, the yeah. extra vote for no reason. I don't remember if this was the last time she could use it or not. I highly doubt it. No, because, like, wouldn't it be, like, it's like right when before like, the final? Yeah, there's, like, yeah. when there's five or four people left or something like that yeah. that you can use it, yeah. Uh, so at Blue's Camp, uh, Danny, Deshaun, and Liana target Evie as the only non-immune tribe mate outside their alliance. But Deshaun considers flipping uh, to Evie and Xander... Uh, to blindside Liana. However, at their tribal council, Evie becomes the third juror when Deshaun sticks with Liana and Danny. So in the next episode, uh, Deshaun and Shan reconcile and affirm their intent to reach the end of the game together the following morning uh, after they voted out Evie. Uh, During the reward challenge, castaways begin on platforms in the middle of the ocean. They traverse a series of obstacles, maneuvering a rope, along with them on their way back to the shore. At the end of the course, they have to solve a star-shaped puzzle. The first castaway to complete the puzzle wins pizza and a night at a survivor-themed sanctuary. Ricard wins and is given an option to bring three more people to join him. That's, that's the, like, I feel like that's the most uh, yeah. they've done in a while, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he picks Shan, Heather, and Xander. Uh, back at the camp, Danny and Deshaun uh, contemplate blindsiding Ricard due to his close partnership with Shan. Mm-hmm. During the immunity challenge, castaways stand on narrow beams with three sections, each section narrower than the last, while balancing a ball on a wooden disc. After ten minutes, the castaways have to step down to a more narrow section of the beam uh, while they hold down uh, hold the ball on the disc. If they drop the ball or if they fall off their beam, they're out. Last member wins immunity. Uh, and after a exciting, I would say this was a pretty exciting one, mm-hmm. uh, exciting immunity challenge, Ricard beats out Xander uh, to win the challenge, causing the majority to come uh, up with a new plan because, you know, Ricard was about to get voted out. Yeah. 
At the camp, Ricard and Shan agreed to cut ties to benefit their own strategic games, uh, causing Ricard to meet up with Erica uh, on splitting the boat between Shan and Liana. And this was really cool, right? Like, do you remember that conversation where they're like, no, like, I understand it's that time where we have to, like, play individual games. I get it. We, you know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of, it kind of felt a little bit staged. Don't you think? Uh, it kind of did, but also I believed it. Okay. Like if, even if it, if it was staged, like good job, it, they got me because I believed it. I was like, you know what? They're actually became friends on the show because people have become friends on the show before. So I was like, oh, they actually became friends. And if you notice, like after they split, if I remo- if I remember correctly, uh, Shan doesn't really air out their business like she doesn't go around telling people oh ricard has an alliance with this or ricard has an alliance with that or he's doing this he's doing that she doesn't really do that and ricard doesn't do that either so that i felt like there was some sort of like promise that they made of like okay like i'm not gonna screw you over you're not gonna screw me over let's just see what happens yeah maybe but you know they know better than the rest of us i'm sure there's like interviews and stuff out there yeah. about them talking about it yeah so at the tribal council uh liana and shan vote against erica but the rest of the tribe creates a tie vote between shan and liana causing a revote. after the revote, shan is voted to become the fourth member of the jury as she's leaving she bid she bids goodbye to liana tells Ricard that she will vote for him and calls Deshaun a snake. Fun fact, Shan reveals in her Penderosa that she has MS and uh, that only Ricard knew about that. I kind of feel like this could have been because she called Deshaun a snake. Yeah. That she was like, oh, I gotta figure out how to get back, like, you know, the audience's, like, support. So then when she was on, like, the Ponderosa video, she was like, oh, yeah, I have MS. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, it's, it, it, like, it wasn't as bad as, like, uh, and not to compare them both the same, but it almost felt like, remember Kevin Spacey? When, yeah. When he was called out for, you know, sexually, so, yeah. sexual assault and yeah. sexual harassment. That all of a sudden he was like, oh, I'm really sorry. But by the way, I'm gay. gay. So yeah. don't be mad. You know, like it kind so of don't be felt mean, like please. that. Yeah. You know, where it was like, okay, like we understand that you called Deshaun a snake. But yeah. like, I don't think saying like that you have MS would help. Yeah. It You know, and not to be offensive, not to be, you know, mm-hmm. rile of people's feathers. But yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Like yeah. it, it felt like that she... She realized that she made a huge mistake saying that. Mm-hmm. And now that she's a jury, she can't... And you can't, can't take it back, you know? Yeah. And she's in the jury, she can't she apologize. Can't or, yeah. yeah. She has to literally wait until after the show to yeah. then say, like, look, this is what I felt. I'm sorry yeah. that this has happened. But then by then, like, it's already... And- it's too late and it, it's too late and it really actually hurts Deshaun's feelings too exactly and and you know that causes a lot of other things that we'll talk about in, in, yeah in a little bit here it's coming up after that it is uh episode 11 uh after last night's tribal council liana becomes upset uh, for her closest ally being blindsided while Deshaun was upset for being called a snake. 
Yeah, because this was kind of like the vote where both Shan and Liana were tied again. Mm -hmm. So as a result, they couldn't vote again. Yeah. So it was like almost like holding Liana, you know, behind. Yeah, it was like choosing between them while making them powerless. You know, you took away their voting power and then you're choosing between them. Yeah. It's really mean, yeah. <laughs> That's why the show is really good. Uh, so despite that, the two and Danny agree to continue their Black Alliance. Uh, so the next morning, we find out that it it will be 25 years since the passing of Danny's father. And this is kind of like, what, the first time that he talks about his life, his personal life? Yeah, yeah. He tells Deshaun about his father's death and how he is slowly letting go of the negative emotions surrounding it. And, again, I kind of feel like that this was a setup in terms of editing-wise, because for the immunity challenge... Castaways have to balance a ball on a cylinder that is being held in place with two wooden handles yeah. on each side. Uh, and after each interval, two more cylinders are added. Yeah, and it makes last... it really wobbly. Yeah. yeah. And then the last person standing wins, but the first person to fall out of the challenge will be forced to participate in this game called uh, Do or, D- or Die. Yeah, so it's like... It's one of those new gimmicks for the season where once you're at tribal council, uh, you're going to be drawing a card. Uh, oh, no. It was like, it's three, like a one, it's a three, three wooden boxes. Yeah, it's a one in yeah. three chance that you are safe uh, or that you get eliminated. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very dumb. Uh, nobody was a fan of this. Nobody liked this. No. And castaways can opt out of the challenge and be safe from do or die, but would not be immune for a potential vote. So they could avoid doing the challenge to avoid not having that do or die Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. But if they don't do the challenge, Mm -hmm. they would be forced to be eliminated by vote. (laughs) So it's kind of like a very like... Yeah, it's a do or die situation. (laughs) (laughs) I bet they had a lot of fun coming up with that. Like, imagine being in the room when they decide to choose that name. Like, just like imagining the salt being on the steak. (laughs) I feel like nobody wants to tell Jeff Probst no. That's what it is. Just tell Jeff no. Oh, do you think that he made that? I think so. I think he's the one making most of these changes. He's, because he's a, I don't know if he's a good guy or not, but like, I feel like he's the he's one of the people that's like driving the show forward because he's like the survivor guy, you know. It's his yeah. this is his life, so he's the guy that's pushing for it to be better, and I feel like he would be the one making these changes. Anyway, so Heather and Liana choose not to participate while Deshaun becomes the first person to fall out of the competition. Within minutes, the other competitors drop out, causing Danny to win for the first time. So, yeah, this is where it feels like almost they have the contestants, like, record a story so that they can use it at the right moment. Yeah, and this was kind of, like, the moment for Danny because it was it was very yeah. odd because 
you didn't hear about his like past except for yeah. that he played for the Cowboys yeah. for a couple seasons. He never even said, "Oh, if my dad could see me, he'd be proud," or exactly. anything, or you know, and I'm doing they, this for my dad, whatever. They wait until episode eleven to yeah. then be like, "Oh yeah, we could use this. He yeah. won this challenge. We could, we could do this, right? We could do this." Yeah. Um. In case Danny becomes safe for do or die. The majority target Leanna as the only non-immune player to vote out. Yeah. So the Black Alliance tried to target Ricard as their biggest threat. And Erica considers flipping to blindside Ricard. Mm -hmm. So at Tribal Council, Deshaun becomes emotional over Shan's behavior. But I think it was mainly because... (laughs) <laughs> like Jeff Pros is like, yeah. hey, remember like what happened yeah, last after week? last week? This yeah. is yeah. You remember that? Remember? Yeah. Like, let's talk so, about this. Yeah, <laughs> he, he brings up last week because it was nasty, and you know Deshaun becomes really emotional, and he's like, he starts kind of crying a little bit. You know, you can tell he he's torn, and he just basically like lays it out, and he's like, okay, like. I either have to do what's what I think is best for me or I have to betray my entire race. And he literally like says, oh, it feels like the weight of an entire race is on my shoulders because I'm on TV and I am about to betray three other black people. And he's really open and honest about it. And I, I think this is what makes the show good you know well yeah because like he was like well i mean i could just not vote for them and then get the black community to you know praise me for doing that but then if i vote one of them out then the entire community would think that i'm like a traitor yeah like i get it i get what he was thinking yeah and of course you know, Shan is later, she says that she was upset that Desham decided to bring all of this up uh, during tribal council uh, because she's not allowed to speak. So she couldn't explain where she was coming from, what her case was. Um, so, you know, because she wasn't allowed to interact with them, she felt like he took advantage and just kind of took away the narrative and like said whatever he wanted to say about the thing. But I'll be honest, I was kind of on Deshaun's side on this. I feel like Shan really tried to manipulate him with all of that. Like, she's the reason he felt guilty about voting another black person off and feeling like, oh, I am responsible for every other, you know, black person here now Yeah. type of thing. Like, especially because Shan was, uh, she said she was also like a... Uh, preacher right or something like that yeah she's a preacher yeah so her calling him a snake is also like extra mean because you know snakes in the uh in the the biblical sense yeah Yeah, in the biblical sense is very bad so it's like an extra hard insult on him so i totally get where he was coming from and i think he was right like he he should not he should be able to do what he thinks is best for him yes like if it is sticking with a group of people just because you know you guys are like okay this is gonna be our time we're gonna do this black power like let's go do this if you want to do that go for it but if you also at one point you're like okay i want to step out of that and vote for who i think i want to vote for 
then you should also be allowed to do that. If your alliance doesn't like it, that's fine, but they can't call you a snake after you've already voted them out. Like, it's just a game. Like, you Yeah, know. and then for me, like, when talking about, like, you know, what Deshaun is feeling about, like, you know, having the community just, like, on his shoulders about it. Yeah. I'm like, shouldn't that be the same thing with Shan when yeah. she called him a snake? Shouldn't that be, the, like, a bad representation exactly. of the community? Like, exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah, and it, it was just, like, in such poor taste of her to, like, shove that in his face, too. Exactly. Like, yeah, he's already feeling bad about it. You don't have to tell her, like, call him out on it. Yeah. But anyway, so after the discussion, Deshaun has to choose between the boxes. He just happens to pick the correct box. We get to avoid another awkward, uh, yeah. uh, awkward, because that would have been an awkward oh, Panderosa. That would have been, been so awkward. Yeah, Deshaun getting boated to the uh, island. Uh, Shan is there waiting, tapping her foot. I I need I need a minute with him. I need to. I just need to ask him a couple questions. We just need it's to like talk. Like no really quick. cameras can be in the yeah. s- scenario. Like. <laughs> Um, so Erica stays with Xander as he uses his extra vote against Li- uh, Liana, causing her to become the newest member of the jury. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, uh, it really sucked. We lost Liana. She was pretty cool too, which, which, which is weird because she became more interesting towards the end. Yeah. Just like most of the, uh, most of the characters, she became more interesting towards the end. Yeah, because I think it was probably because, like, when... I first saw her like because she has like her kind of um the front two hair things yeah, yeah. and it kind of reminds me of like Uncharted 2 where mm. the game designers decided it would be a great idea to have a woman a female character uh having strands in front yeah. of her face yeah even though she's doing a bunch of stuff <laughs> even though that would never happen in the world it would get in her eyes <laughs> yes it would get in her way it's like yeah. why does she have and also like her ponytail's loose like why she would have to like take out the ponytail so, yeah. and put it back on <laughs> like you might as well just like do it with the other uncharted female character I think Jill or Jane. Yeah. That had like an actual ponytail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to episode 12. Um, we start off with Xander and Danny uh, agreeing that Ricard is their biggest threat, while Deshaun talks to Erica about their alliance. Uh, for the reward challenge, castaways are divided into two teams of three. One teammate dives into the water to release buoys. And all three of them work on collecting the buoys. Once all three teammates are across, they have to shoot the buoys into a netted target. First team to land all three buoys win their choice of chicken and vegetables or sweets. Uh, The team of Deshaun, Erica, and Xander wins the challenge. uh, And they choose to go with the pro team because these people are literally starving. Yes. And they're like, hey, do you want food or do you want sugar? And they're like, well, we want food. Um, While eating their meal, the three discuss going to the final three together due to their differing styles of gameplay. Deshaun tries to convince Erica that her and Heather's games may be seen as too similar by the jury. At the ramp, Danny searches for an idol but comes up empty-handed. Ricard notes his absence. 
For the immunity challenge, castaways have to spin around to unspool rope from their waist, then traverse an obstacle course while they're dizzy. They then have to complete a word puzzle. First castaway to solve their puzzle wins immunity. Ricard wins his third immunity, throwing Xander and Danny's plan of voting him out. Danny and Deshaun accept the fact that they would have to turn on each other for safety. At Tribal Council, Deshaun tries to convince Erica to vote Heather, causing some of the tribe mates to vote against him instead of Danny. A tie between Danny and Deshaun causes a revote, making Danny the sixth juror. After Danny leaves, Jeff tells the final five that they will start over on a new island with even less supplies than before. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Which was crazy because they already had nothing. And I guess the show ends on this really like big note of like, hey, now they'll have even less things. Yeah. On this season finale, the five <laughs> finalists are left on a separate island with no shelter and meager supplies where they withstand a rainy night. So, of course, it had to rain on the... Of course it the, rains. On the, of course it rains. Just like imagining it's Survivor, like a, baby. A of course P, it rains. A, just like imagining a PA just like, you know... Spraying with the, water. Yeah. With a hose. <laughs> so the next morning, they're given a word scramble via tree mail, uh, which provides a hint of the location for an advantage. And after some time, Erica finds the advantage, which gives her a head start in the next immunity challenge. So at the immunity and reward challenge, castaways use a long pole to knock strands of rope off of a bamboo uh, lattice. lattice. Mm -hmm. Uh, They must use said ropes to construct two sets of rope ladders to climb, to allow Mm -hmm. them to climb up the Yeah, basically they have to build their own ladder, right? Yeah, Yeah. and then once they climb the ladder, then they have to solve a 75-piece puzzle, and the first castaway to finish the puzzle wins immunity and a food reward. And due to her advantage, Erica wins the challenge, and Jeff asks her to take one player with her for the reward, for the food reward, to which Erica chooses Heather. And Deshaun, Heather, and Erica think about voting Ricard once, like Erica and Heather come back, uh, because he is was too tame, dangerous to keep in the game. And Xander considers to play his idol for Ricard as a way to persuade the jury to vote him at the final tribal council. And at tribal council, Ricard reveals that he is missing the possible birth of his second child in hopes to receive sympathy for the other castaways. Mm -hmm. However, Xander uses his idol on himself, claiming it was the last time he could do it. And Ricard is unanimously uh, voted out. Uh, the next day, Castaways enter another immunity challenge where they had to balance a on a curved platform holding a rope that stabilizes a small ledge mm. in front of them. So they must assemble six-piece block tower atop the ledge, moving one block at a time across the platform. 
and the first castaway to complete their block tower in return to the starting position without it falling or them falling uh, wins immunity. And the winner also has the power to choose two of the castaways to complete this fire-making challenge. So Xander wins a challenge and causes the other castaways to pitch him for tribal council. Uh, Deshaun and Heather both stress that Erica is the biggest threat left, while mm-hmm. Erica downplays her threat level. <laughs> Uh, believing that Erica is a strong fire maker, Xander takes her to the final three yeah. with him while Heather and Deshaun complete the fire making challenge. And despite uh, Heather having a strong flame early in the t- challenge, Deshaun manages to burn the rope that is like mm-hmm. on, above the fire that they're making. Yeah, and he becomes the fir- third person to. Uh, compete in the final three mm. uh, and it was kind of funny because it was like going back and forth like in the beginning Deshaun was going but then yeah. Heather's fire started earlier than his and then she was doing great but then her fire burned out too quick yeah. like it was almost <laughs> like it almost it burned really high but it like didn't burn the rope no before I, it went out yeah I think it was like the way the wind was blowing it was the flame was blowing away Way from, from the it. Room. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was uh it was unlucky and then Deshaun is like makes like two comebacks, you know, he like builds <laughs> yeah. a fire like twice. Yeah. So at the final tribal council, jurors question Xander's social awareness, criticizing him for misreading the jury's perception of Erica and misunderstanding her gameplay by giving her a free pass. Shan and the others lament Deshaun for his decision to break up their alliance a little too early. Once the jurors, uh, once the jury votes, Jeff announces that he will read the votes now instead of waiting until until they're back in LA. The jury votes seven to one, with Danny voting for Deshaun and everyone else voting for Erica. Erica becomes sole survivor and wins the $1 million reward. Erica becomes the third Asian castaway to win, the first of Filipino descent to win, and the first Canadian to win the title of survivor, and the first woman to win in seven seasons. The last one being Sarah Lucina in uh, Survivor Game Changers. Mm-hmm. Once Jeff reveals the winner, he tells everyone that they are also going to do uh, the after show here as well. And this is when the like team quickly rushes out a bunch of oh, like yeah. set pieces and <laughs> like, puts them down. Yeah, like a PA brought in pizza boxes. Yeah, a platter of sandwiches. Here's some sand. Anyone want some Costco sandwiches? <laughs> We flew them from yeah, L.A. Yeah. <laughs> These are from L.A., guys. Anyone want some Costco? Yeah. And then it's just, like, basically Jeff, like, asking them, like, oh, yeah, like, what did what happened in this situation? Yeah. And uh, what happened in this situation? They did bring up the whole Deshaun and Shan situation. It was still kind of wrong, huh? They didn't really, like, discuss it there, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, it was like, they kind of did, but then they kind of didn't, didn't, and yeah. it was like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what did you think of the cast? Uh, who did you like? Who did you not like? So, 
I think it was like in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I really liked Evie and I believe Ricard. Mm-hmm. But I think it was mainly because like in the beginning, like I think Evie was like really talkative and like kind of networking with people. Yeah. And I don't know, she kind of like encouraged me to try to do it on my personal level. Be like, oh yeah, let's like. Wow, Evie inspired you, babe? Yes, Evie inspired me. Well, that's amazing. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it was also like Ricard, like, uh... I remember later on in the challenges, like, I think it was, like, his uh, facial expression was kind of funny. Because there was this one time, I think it was, like, during the episode that uh, they were going to vote Shan out. And I think he looked at the camera and was like, ooh. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That was kind of funny. That was really funny. Definitely, there were a lot of good reactions because, like... Uh, Shan always gave good reactions. Uh, Liana always gave good reactions. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But I think, like, after the show, and I think later on as well, uh, Tiffany, I started to like, because in the beginning I was like, oh, like, this is just someone that doesn't know how to play. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, this is horrible. Like, you know, but then, like, I think later on, she started getting better. Yeah, like, uh, literally, like, two episodes before she gets voted out, She's, she starts getting better. Yeah, and then she will always have, like, a bunch of cast catchphrases and... Yeah, it, Tiffany, de- definitely, like, I felt bad for her because, you know, all those people that were like, oh, yeah, like, wish I got, like, eliminated sooner or whatever... And she's like, hey, man, what the hell? Like, I wanted to I wanted to play. Yeah. And she was good, too. She wasn't bad. Like, she was actually pretty fun. Uh, she got a bad edit. Like, it feels like they didn't show a lot of her. Yeah, because I remember in her interview with Rob has a podcast. Like, she said, like, yeah, I had, like, all these catchphrases that I said. Like, yeah. you know, I think it was, like take the fork, leave the knife, or something like yeah. that. And I think it was, like, another catchphrase that she's Xander like, I picked ga- up. She's yeah. like, I gave him gold, and they didn't use it. Yeah, and yeah. she was like, I can't believe it. Like, these people, like, yeah. <laughs> they didn't even, like, edit me to be good. Um, and then I would say, like, the people that I hated in the beginning, I think it was... I mean, it wasn't, like... No one, like, in particular. I think, like, a couple episodes in, I started to hate JT. But it was mainly because, like, he was kind of, like, one of those people that, like, he... What, how do you say it? Like, he tried to manipulate the voting system. Yeah. To be like, oh, yeah, I won't vote for you. But then would turn around and... Yeah, or he... he would say stuff He would where, be like, he would make an alliance with each person like super quick like he would go up and be like hey want to be an alliance sure and then he would see someone else and he would go to them and be like hey do you want to be an alliance and they would say yeah sure and then everyone realized everyone was like wait a minute all of us have an alliance with this guy what is he saying yeah and i think it was also funny like during that one challenge where they had to throw like a ball like a sack of sand into like different areas and he kept being like, Kobe, like, you know, like, he oh, kept being yeah. like, 
I guess like he wanted to prove that it's like, oh yeah, like I can do this. I can do this. I can do yeah. this. But then he kept missing everything. And then I think even like one of his castmates was like, hey, let me do it. Yeah. Or like step aside, like, you know, let someone else do it. Seems like you're not doing it that well. Yeah. And he was, he was like, like no, 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 I got no, it. No, I got it. And, <laughs> and his team was like, you're out, dude. You're immediately yeah. out. But yeah, and I think like... At first, I liked Shan, but then I think it was, like, because she was doing all this, like, kind of, like, telling people what to, to vote for. I think that's when I kind of, like, didn't like, because yeah. I don't like it when people tell me what to do, because you, it's like, I'm, I'm an adult, I'm not a kid. You know, she started, like... It wasn't even that. I, I feel like, yeah, I agree. But it was also that she started getting mad that oh, people yeah. that people weren't following her orders. It's like, it's a one thing to try to, like, you know, talk to your team into doing something. Of like, no, guys, I'm trying to convince you. Let's do it this way. Yeah. And another of them, when they refuse, you used to get mad because they're not obeying you. And it's like, ugh. You're so annoying. Uh, yeah, so needless to say, for me, I didn't like Shan from the beginning. Did not like her. But I didn't like her at the end either. So I guess you could say I'm consistent that way. Uh, well, I think it was because, like, <laughs> later on she started... Being worse? Like, yes. her true colors started yeah. showing. And she then... was bad at the beginning and she got worse going into it. Yeah. But, you know, at first, when we first started watching, I didn't like Ricard. Oh. But I think, like, towards the end, he's probably, like, one of my top favorite players. Like, he's, like, right up there with, like, Boss and Rob. He was just so good. Like, everything... He played it almost too good. Like, he played it like uh, Boss and Rob played in uh, Season 9, you know? Was it his... The first time he played? No, the second or third time. The season with Amber where, like, he literally, like, ends the game, you know? Even the season where he won, even the season where he won, he was literally carrying it, right? He literally had the game in his pocket the whole time. But that season also, he had the whole game in his pocket, but he didn't win. That's why I think it's closer to Ricard in that stage because Ricard... Like, you could tell he would just sit there and he would, like, zone... Not even zone out. He would focus in, like, a space in the, like, air. And he would be doing calculations in his mind. Like, you could see the numbers running in Ricard's mind. Like, quantum entanglements and shit running through it. And he's like, no, I, I know who I what I must do. And he would just, like, stand up, walk to the person and say the correct thing. He would say the exact right thing to them and it was just so good i loved it yeah yeah oh and also i think like during his interview with rob um the rob has a podcast guy yeah he he had like a chucky uh statue behind him and he was like yeah i'm really into horror films i'm like nice. this guy is cool this like cool this yeah. person is like really cool yeah, he's, he's a cool guy <laughs> Um, I didn't really have any strong feelings towards the winner, Erica. I was just like, oh, like, I wasn't mad that she won. But at the same time, I was like, you know, like, not excited. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, it was, 
I would say it wasn't as bad as if Heather won. I think if Heather yeah, won, yeah, if would Heather be won, yeah, yeah, because Heather, no, because Heather was the like you know she was the goat that you bring to the end, so she wasn't gonna win. Yeah, but like Erica, it was weird because I feel like she won because there was less drama around Deshaun. Wait, oh, compared to Deshaun? Yeah. Or just, just Deshaun? Just, just compared to. So she, she didn't really have any drama. You know what I mean? Yeah, and also if, like, they eliminate Deshaun and it was just between Xander and Erica, Erica, yeah. Erica would still win because Xander didn't really help anyone. And nobody liked Xander. Yeah. And nobody really liked Xander. Like, maybe Evie liked Xander... You know, maybe Ricard at the end there like Xander, but nobody really liked Xander. Like, no. he, wasn't, he wasn't socially awkward. Uh, maybe he was a little socially awkward, but, like, um, you know, he, he couldn't understand some of the nuances. Like, people were, uh, you know, during the tribal council, the final tribal council, people were, like, telling him, hey, dude, like, you're not picking up on some of the social, like, cues that we're putting down. Uh, like, oh, you thought the jury would want you to pick her because she's weaker? Like, it's like, dude, that's not how reality works. And it was okay because he was 21, right? Like, so it yeah, was like... Yeah, he was still young. Yeah, he didn't know. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's kind of what I thought about Ricard and... Uh, shan and erica uh, i wish he uh, tiffany was around more yeah uh, we definitely could have uh used uh less of uh jarius and brad's bs uh evie was cool evie was like i i thought i would like evie more uh when we first started watching i liked her and then i was like oh she I'm, i feel like i'm really gonna like her by the end yeah. Uh, but I didn't. That was like kind of over her um her gameplay style didn't really work in this case. Like maybe with a different group of people it would have worked, but um I feel like it just didn't work in this. Well, question. Like yeah. uh when comparing to season 42, if she was in season 42 instead of season 41, do you think that she would have had a better advantage? Cuz I kind of felt like that uh. season 42 to had more uh like a younger audience maybe yeah there were the season 42 was definitely a lot younger people and it was also a lot more diverse yes you know and like there was, was a lot of um people in the lgbtq plus in this in the season 42 yeah. compared to season 41 exactly in season yeah. 41 it was just evie ricard genie but then she was out like really early on yeah and then i think that was that was pretty much it, it. Yeah. yeah so if, what about that well no ricard yeah, right? I, yeah, yeah. I, I, oh I did you say. did say ricard yeah yeah, yeah um yeah i think she i don't know she might have done better but there's no way to really tell honestly like where would she have fit in into season 42 i don't really know um but we will never know hopefully maybe she'll play again i don't know if she's i, I think she's open to it so hopefully yeah um, i th i remember in an interview yeah, you told she did me, yeah. say yeah um so yeah i hope she plays again i really really hope ricard gets to play again 
Um, I hope they don't let uh, Shan play again. Just kidding. Uh, she should play again. Uh, I think she actually should play again. Xander should play yeah, again. Yeah, I think I Tiffany I, should play again. Yeah, I think like for me, I would like to have Shan playing, but maybe more as like a redemption, being like, "Hey, I'm not." Yeah, I've, if they do I've another redemption season, yeah, yeah, I learned my lesson. Yeah. Or you know, um, yeah, I would like uh, Evie to play again, um, Shan to play again, Tiffany definitely, because yeah. I kind of feel she was really cool. Yeah. Uh, she she's like kind of like the fun aunt, like the fun, yeah, you know. Yeah, she actually reminds me of my dad's sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also would like Ricard and Xander, maybe Nasir. But like the thing about Nasir is that he's like the type of person that he's Nasir. Just, yeah, he like just it, helps people. I hate I hated that that's what his catchphrase was. It's Nasir. Like, it's like, okay, what the hell does that mean, bro? You can't just turn your name into a catchphrase. Uh, but, yeah, it felt like he wasn't there to win. You know? He was just there to have a good time. Yeah. And he, whenever, like, gameplay came up, like, he got really, like, angry. You he saw that, right? He got really competitive <laughs> and really angry. And it almost felt like he was like, oh, just because I'm the provider, like, I'm the one that is the best survivor because I could survive here, no problem. Yeah. You know? Um, he thought that he would win, but then he... He didn't get the game Game, play. yeah. He didn't get yeah. the social game, yeah. Yeah, um, I think if he changed it to where he would still, like, do what he's doing, but also, like, try to talk to yeah. people... Incorporate think... that into your, like, social game. Be like, hey, guys, I'll teach you all how to fish. You want to learn how to climb a tree? I'll teach you how to climb it. You know that yeah. saying, you give a man a fish, <laughs> yeah. he could eat a day. Yeah. But if you teach him how to fish, he it's could have a here. business. He could, like, just, yeah. like, mark, you know, monopolize Dude, I feel everything. Like, I, I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like Nasir, if they had given him any more supplies, he would have, like, come back with, like, an ice cream cone. You know, they're like, this year, where'd you get ice cream? It's like, oh, I made it. I'm, I made it. Where, where'd you make it? In my treehouse on top of the tree. <laughs> like, oh my God, that would have... And they zoom he... up and he's built like a metropolis. <laughs> There's like... Wait a minute. What if he just like left the tribe and just like survived? Yeah. And then the PAs had to look for him. <laughs> he like, he builds his own camp. Like, a little bit further up, and he's, like, he chills there during the day or whatever, but then whenever he's, like, okay, I'm gonna go home, he just, like, goes back, and he goes to his, like, luxurious, like, mansion in the jungle that he built. Oh, my God. I could believe it. Um, that's kind of what I thought about the characters, what I thought about the season overall. Uh, it came off a little bit preachy. Yes. It it was like a little bit like when they started off with the no more, uh, you know, come on in guys, you know. Oh uh, yeah, when yeah, when they uh, changed that. Yeah, um, that felt a little bit forced, but you know, it's not gonna make me wa stop watching Survivor. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I wasn't watching Survivor for that catchphrase. You know, yeah. I can't even remember it now. You know, come on in, guys, or whatever. Like, come on in now. Okay, whatever. Who cares? That wasn't the reason I watched the show. 
And there was also a little bit of pushback because they were like, oh, the show is like all minorities now. And it's like, well, you know, first of all, they're not minorities, you know. Yeah, like, it's people. <laughs> yeah, it's just regular people. that are, They're all Americans. Well, and one all, of them was Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, two, which, you know, I wonder how the tax on that works. But she was an accountant, so I'm sure she'll figure that out. Um <laughs> You know, I I felt like the, it was a diverse season and that made it a little more interesting because it made everyone be like, hey, are we going to like make a, you know, an alliance of black people? Like, you know, like they were they were like, are we doing this? Um, and I thought that that was kind of cool because it brought up, you know, because you got to realize this was filmed when George Floyd's murder was still fresh right it was still like uh, it wasn't like super fresh it was maybe so. like a year old but it was still very much discussed in the news it was when the trial for the officers was happening uh so it was still pretty fresh um so it was good to like bring that up and be like hey like w- w- yes you know you have to stick to your own race because we are you know minorities and we're you know discriminated against but also like do you have to when you could do something else you know what i mean like you know i I, it it was a really interesting question it's it's one of those like what would you do situations yeah where you know of course if we if it was a bunch of white guys saying hey let's stick together because we're white then that would be bad because it's not seen as them having a weakness where they have to stick together to overcome it. But because there is already like uh, this discrimination against black people, for them, it makes sense to be like, okay, yeah, we have to stick together to be able to like survive. Yeah. So it kind of, they kind of get away with saying like, hey, let's stick together because we were on race. And it's happened in the past before. If you go like in the earlier seasons it's always ends up being like men versus women you know yeah and wasn't hasn't there been black alliances in the past or were they're not as i don't remember i don't remember them i don't i can't think of any black alliances off the top of my head there have been duos where you know it's like hey like you're the only other black person on this beach do you want to be in an alliance and they're like, yeah, sure. But it's never been like this where it's like the show, the the cast is pretty much 50-50. And then they try to be an alliance. But it has happened. Like it happens with old versus young. It happens with men versus women. And they've done seasons on all of that, right? Like yeah. they've done seasons of men versus women, old people versus young people. They've done those seasons because they see oh, these patterns emerge in a regular season, and then they're like, okay, let's test each one individually. And I think it would be a really bad idea and, like, just a nightmare if they did, like, a minorities versus, you Oh, know, yeah, that, I think that, that would, would be, be very controversial. Very <laughs> controversial. That'll kill the show. That'll yeah. just make it too real, and, you know, it will no longer be a fun game. But it would be like, okay, I guess we're solving racism now on survivor season 44 yeah i think for me i because like this is the first like uh season i watched because i remember you yeah. 
showed me the you know Boston, Boston Rob and Amber. Yeah, and like, we've been story. And you know we've been watching a lot of like YouTube videos on like Survivor compilations yeah. randomly on YouTube. Yeah. So this was like the first time that I actually watched like an entire season uh, of Survivor, and I liked it. I really liked how you know it's kind of like it's like a physical it's like part physical in terms of like the challenges but then it's also like a social mm-hmm. like experience yeah uh however i do agree that it kind of felt that a lot of like the introductions to these people like and like their stories and everything it just seemed very like they're trying to apply for like a college admissions yeah know? it's turned a lot into like that voice like you know the voice not the the voice but like uh america's got talent yes uh, where each contestant has to have like a story that's all tragic and sad and if you notice this season like heather was like yeah i'm just an old white lady yeah. You know, she was like, there's nothing special about me. I'm just an old white lady. <laughs> My story is that I had four kids or whatever. And I was a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, you know, she's like, that's me. Uh, but every other contestant is like, no, I'm... Xander's like, I've always had to put up with being the most handsome, smartest guy in my class. <laughs> and I always you know, had to, like, hold my stomach yeah, and, like, like women, hold my breath. It's really difficult that when I walk around, women have orgasms around me. <laughs> and, you know, it, you know, and then... But Nasir is like, yeah, I grew up... I, I was born... <laughs> I was born on an island, you know? <laughs> And we were poor, yeah, and we like, had to do with floods yeah, he's like climate change. He's like, when I was a kid, the earthquake happened, and then the flood happened, and then the gas happened, and then the volcano happened, and then we moved, and then the robbery happened, and then the coup happened, and then the revolution, and he just keeps going on and on, and you're like, oh my god, this poor guy. I remember, like... One of them, I think it was Jeannie's story that she talked about, like, her being gay and how, like, in, I guess, like, in her family wasn't really accepted. Yeah. And it wasn't until her mom, like, gave her, like, her own, like, engagement ring or something. It was, like, a wedding ring or an engagement ring that was, like, here, like, you know, you could use this, like, for your partner. And then she just started crying. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's, like, That's a, nice. That's a nice I story. mean, it's nice, but it kind of felt like it was very, like, okay, this is, like, place. Yeah, yeah. For a reason. For sure, yeah. Like, I think, also, there were moments where, you know, the whole Shan uh, situation happened. And so they had to talk about it. Yeah. And it's a little bit awkward, but it does, like, it's good to, like, talk about it. And I get it that Shan was upset that she couldn't explain her side of the story. Yeah. But then at the same time, you called someone in your own community a snake, so. Yeah, pretty much. And Um, for no reason. Like, nobody, like, you have to be so petty to like yell at someone at the end of the game as soon as people get voted out they usually just you know wave or they don't even look back they just yeah, get their torch snuffed and they walk out or they were like oh good game you guys it was yeah. really fun or you know something just be like you know yeah see you on the other side yeah <laughs> yeah like... anything but you know cussing them out yeah they've done it in the past you know people have flipped off and 
mm-hmm. cuss people out and all that in the past. Yeah. But. And I think this is very diverse, but I would say, like, season 42 was even more diverse. Yeah, season 42 is extra diverse. Yes. Yeah. Which, again, you know, it's not something you really notice, but the show is built around creating groups, right? Yes. So you're just automatically going to look for that. And again, you're not just grouping by their gender. You're Or you're not just grouping by their race. You're grouping by gender, by build, by... Sexual orientation. Anything. Yeah, anything you can put use to put them in a group, you will do that. Yeah. Uh, and that's just human nature. That's just what we're designed to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Hopefully we'll talk about season 42 one day yeah. two. Yeah, I mean, I just got to set up the outline. <laughs> yeah. And I got to go back and, like, watch some of the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, we ha- we still haven't even seen the, the finale. Cause yeah, because we've... we've yeah. I think we found out the, yeah. the winner, and then we were like, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> yeah. Also, fun fact, if you go to uh, CBS's website and go to the cast list... Uh, Jeff Probst is listed under every season's cast. Yes. Because he's in every season as a cast member. And I think under his contract, he has to be in every single thing that uh, Survivor has to to do. do, Yeah. Good for him. Well, anyway, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, We hope you give Survivor a try. I know I have. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope uh, we can go back and watch some old seasons and watch some new ones together and stuff. Oh, I still... Maybe, like, in the future, maybe not this year, but maybe, like, in a few months or something, we could, we could do the, you know, Rob and um, Amber story. Oh, yeah, we can do that. That would be cool. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for participating. I know it's very hard for I you know, to, I know. to talk in front of a mic. It is. Yes. I only do it all day, every day. No, but it's just like, because like you've been away like for for a while, and yeah. then also you got COVID, so that be, made it even worse. True. <laughs> well, so. yeah. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you're having a good time. Uh, check out Survivor Wednesdays on CBS. Do they? Is it still Wednesdays? I think so. That's what I have in my head. That's what I hear in, in my Jeff Probes voice in my head. <laughs> Wednesdays on CBN. On his voiceover. Yeah. (laughs) Have a great day. I'll try to post on a weekly basis, but I'm I'm busy right now. I'm busy finding something. (laughs) Yeah. Looking around. Finding a job. Yeah. For a particular thing. (laughs) Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.